Kids back in school, leaves change color and cover the ground. And the fall and winter holidays are just over the horizon. Celebrate the season with us every day. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital. Yes, it's a good day for singing a song, and it's a good day for moving along. Yes, it's a good day. How could anything be wrong? A good day from morning to night. Good morning, Grand Valley, and welcome to the Watchdog Morning Show. It's a brand new week. It's a Monday morning edition of the Big Gig, and I hope you're going to settle in and spend some time with us here for our swing and soiree. We're on until 10 o'clock this morning. It is 7.09 right now. Going to be a sunny day, daytime high around 57, and pretty much the way it'll be much of the week will be a sunny and in the high 50s, low 60s. Adam Fike's full forecast coming up. A little bit later on this morning here on the uh, on the program. Currently 34 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 30 at the Highlands, 27 in my backyard at Elm Grove. What do you have here, pal? 32, Howard. And even freezing, 32 degrees here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios, downtown Wheeling, in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Going to make the same comment I made on Friday, though. It didn't feel freezing outside this morning. Maybe no wind. It was cold. And there was frost on the windshield. You want to take care of that if you haven't done that yet. Uh, you warmed up the Jeep a little bit, right? Yeah, I'm not messing around. I let it run for probably 15 minutes this morning. See, it was I, nice I and for, toasty. I forgot to do that. Yeah, so. don't do that. So what did you do? Holler for Nancy to bring the scraper? And well, I won't say I hollered for her, but, you know, when I went out to the car, I noticed she trailed behind me. Put your and, boots on Nancy? Is that she, what you said? She, had, uh, she got the scraper out. I was uh, getting things ready in the car. Adjusting the heat and so on, and she was doing a little bit of scraping. And uh, thank you very much for that, sweetheart. I really, I really appreciate <laughs> Morty, it. Morning, so, Nancy. Uh, so, <laughs> that, but yes, it, there is just, just a light layering of frost. Not a terrible deal, but um, you, I forgot. Bob remembered. You want to kind of wipe that off? Did you notice how bumpy it was coming down Main Street this morning? Well, I'm in that Jeep powered. I feel every everything bump. is bumpy. Uh, did I miss a couple new holes there? No, I think it's the opposite. I think what happened is they've finished most of their work on the west side of Main Street in downtown Wheeling, and they've moved over to this side, our side of the street. Now we got giant holes in front of our building and all that kind of stuff. They're doing some work there. I think I think what they did was patch a lot of the work that had been done, some of the holes they'd had to dig for the other work. Now that work's done, they patched it. But it's uneven. So it's, you know, the, the patchwork's like bump, 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 all along. It's not a complaint. Hey, Department of Highways, I'm not complaining. Bob Heron, uh, Mary Elliott, I'm not no complaining. Complaints. No complaints. I'm just saying it's it just when you go down the Main Street, it's a little bump, 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 bumpier than These usual. are good bumps, though, I think. They're good, <laughs> they're good bumps because I think what they are are repair bumps. The I holes. Think it's, yeah, we, I think they filled the holes yeah. that were there, and it's just not totally evened out yet. So. Well, it'll be interesting, Howard, to see uh, where they are by the end of this week. They'll be down to our lot, I would say, wouldn't you? Well, they're, the bar barrels are right in the front of The barrels are there, yet. but the, there's no hole in front of our lot yet is what I'm saying. Right, but there will be. By the end of the week, you think, sometime? Uh, yeah, sure. Maybe we'll get a little office pull, Howard. Could be by 10. <laughs> we might be out of business on Friday anyway. We cannot get in. We'll have a well, – who was it? I said – oh, the, the poor ladies up at Thrive, you know, the uh, – I don't know what you call that. It's not a spa. That, you know, they, she does the cryogenics and stuff up there on Upper Main Street. And um, now that the work has gone on to that side of the street, the – what is this? This would be the east side of the street, I guess, right? Um it's right in front of her house, right in front of her building, and it's completely cut off, and there's like like a little tiny wooden bridge, like the kind the trolls would hang under, you know, when <laughs> Billy Go Gruff, just a little bit. And I'm thinking, man, she, her, her whole business is shut off. This little tiny bridge. Here's a question, Howard. I didn't even get to the bridge, by the way. I don't know. No, we look. These guys work hard. <laughs> I guess they're all guys. I don't know what, what kind of a woman would would get down in there and do that kind of work. But if she is, you know, congratulations. Uh, will they be able to work through the winter? Do you think, or is this going to come to a screeching halt hey, when snow and starts start, start flying? Tell us they would work a good bit through the winter. I think. I think that's what Heron told us. Because they're going to. Yeah, I think so. Uh, there's probably certain things they can do. They may be trying to get all the pre-winter stuff. I don't know. The answer is I don't know. 
Yeah, you're right. I wouldn't want. Would you want to be, you know, down in the hole in the? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. And, and the guy flagging there, he better have a lot of clothes on too, because it's chilly now. But I got news for you. You know, it's 32 now, Howard. What was our Christmas party last year? It was uh, cold. It was below very, zero. Very People were staying <laughs> staying in the house. I doubt they'd be down in the hole. Are we having a Christmas party this year? I think we're going to do something. I hope. Big swing swing and soiree for that too. I hope. Yeah, good good time. We'll be head by all. Yeah, I look forward to it. I didn't stay here very long last year. You were here all day. Yeah, it was an all day. We got well. I didn't leave because couldn't get here because it was so cold. And then <laughs> after the party, I had to sleep on my couch for a while. It seemed like I was I was here for a couple of days. <laughs> Well, here's what I got coming up for you today. First of all, good morning and welcome to the West Virginia legislature. They are in town today. They've been holding their interim meetings here in Wheeling the last several days, and I assume they, I don't assume, I know they are continuing today. So to any lawmakers, if you're up and around, you're listening, probably some of those um, uh, Republicans from down south are going, you know, I want to hear what this Monroe guy is like. I've heard about him. Let's see what he's like. So good morning and welcome. If you're a state legislator and you're listening, glad you're listening to the Watchdog Morning Show. And welcome here to Wheeling. I don't know where they're meeting at. Last time they had interim meetings was quite some time ago. It was at Independence Hall. I don't know where they're having their meetings at. But at any rate, welcome to uh, state lawmakers who are here for their interim meetings. What are we talking about today? Well, the reaction continues to Manchin's decision not to run for re-election. And questions are continuing about what is he really going to do next? Ogden reporter Stephen Adams with us to talk about that. Uh, is there a better way to deal with WVU's financial shortfall than the plan that's already in place? We'll hear about what's called the Stewards Plan. Stephen will talk about that as well. Is Biden in as much political peril as recent polls suggest? Does any judge dare jail Donald Trump for contempt? Our political analyst Matt Robus and I are going to cover all the latest and all these kind of stories coming up uh, later on this morning. The field for can of candidates for Wheeling's mayor is growing this week. And Bob will have some food talk. i got some stats. We talked briefly about this last week. I've got stats now on fast food drive throughs and how much more used the drive throughs are and how little the fast food dining rooms are being used. I've got some numbers I'll share with that for you. And a restaurant promotion that may have gotten out of hand, and I could have told them before they even did that. All that's coming up, plus slider on sports and Tony Caridi's Mountaineer Report. He'll talk about, I guess it wasn't a very good weekend for the Mountaineers, right? It was a terrible weekend, Howard. Basketball, they got beat at home, and uh, the football team got hammered out in Oklahoma. Uh, we'll talk about all of that. Tony will have that, and Bob will talk about that, too. Adam Fikes got weather, and I think uh, Rebecca is in with us this morning. Yeah, I think uh, Rebecca was uh, flying solo this morning. On WTF's, uh, from WTF TV's Ohio Valley Newsroom. Now, of course, anywhere along the way you want to join us, you know what to do, 304-214-1600. That is the Frio Stack auction service text line, 304-214-1600, or uh, the Frio Stack auction service phone line, 304-232-8255. I'm a little bit beat this morning. I'm, it'll be fine. I got, I got my energy going back, but, man, it was a busy day. I had two church services to do. Um, didn't preach at either one, but I attended church at my own church, and then I was leading the congregational meeting. What, do you have a buffet or something, Howard? No, 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 no. It, just, it, was, just, I, it was a Sunday off from preaching, so I was at my own church. Uh, and then uh, and then I had to uh, moderate a meeting at a different church. Um, and then we had a baby shower yesterday. Justin's son having a baby. Well, wait a minute. Let me do some quick math here. That would make you a great granddad, right? I would rather <laughs> that that not Nancy, turn be. your phone or your radio off. You don't want to hear this. I, but I'm going to rip Howard a little bit here. I, great granddad. I Yikes. I would rather that not be actually said very often. But uh, the short answer to your question is, yes, that is exactly what that would make me. So um, uh, I guess I've got till February. Or till January, I mean, till January before it's it's actually that case. So why are you laughing? You are just laughing up a storm. You're old, over man. You're old. <laughs> just laughing up a storm over there. So it was a nice, uh, it was a very nice baby shower, you know. Um, the, they, the, the kids, uh, Tyler and Mallory, the kids' names, and they, they were opening up various and sundry gifts, and they kept saying, oh, more diapers. And you could tell they were getting, like, frustrated. And I'm going to go, ladies and guy. You don't have any idea how many diapers you're going to use when this baby comes. Yeah, they're going to go quick. 
You know, I don't care how many diapers you got yesterday. They'll be gone in the first week. And but, you always want more. And you and you always need more. So it was, um, anyways, we had a nice baby shower. It was fun. And uh, um, t- uh, off the air, because I don't want to get into another. I'll tell you, tell you who I bumped into yesterday. But, uh, good bump, I guess. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good, <laughs> okay, good bump. Great. I just don't, don't want to get into another year. But uh, somebody you'll know. So that was my, uh, <laughs> and then Nancy and I did some Christmas shopping. We actually went up to Ogilvy to the hilltop. And uh, bought a few things at the um, Glass Museum, the Fiesta Ware Museum there. Uh, it was such a hallmark moment. There were everybody buzzing around buying Christmas stuff. There were a couple of folks who came in from Pennsylvania wearing Christmas garb. They, the, the ladies had a great big red Santa-type coat on and so on. Uh, it, was, it was like, a, you know, just like a hallmark movie. You did see deer? I did see. Uh, de- I, right. saw, I did see deer. deer. I saw two deer. Where did I see them? Not in the normal spot. I saw two deer. I got to tell you, and I've said before, I don't know what deer are supposed to look like this time of year. They did not look good. They did not look good at all. They're nervous, Howard. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, we assume, we don't have any information, we assume their buddies just got shoomed with an arrow. So <laughs> right. You'd be nervous, too. <laughs> They're wandering around. But they weren't in their normal spot. I forget where it was. Anyways, they were, they were out. So we did see a couple of deer as well. But it was nice. The, the, the season is, you know, we're getting into the season. And I, and I have uh, put the, uh, the, uh, the Christmas music channels on my Sirius XM. So I got two or three Christmas music channels. So we were listening to Christmas music. I was in the mood. Bought some Christmas stuff for the house. A couple of Christmas gifts. I'm feeling Christmassy. Yeah, I guess you are, Howard. It's, uh, it, uh, what, next, next week will be Thanksgiving. Yeah, now, having said that I'm in the Christmas mood and I went out and did all this, my sermon uh, at uh, Dillonville next Sunday, it's already done, is going to be on uh, Thanksgiving, the forgotten holiday, how we forget Thanksgiving too much and we jump right to Christmas. And what am I just saying I did? Yeah. <laughs> I jumped so, right to Christmas. So I'm getting your sermon is going to be not so quick. Yeah. Let's enjoy Thanksgiving before we get ahead of ourselves to Christmas. A story from USA Today over the weekend, which I thought is telling, and it's been the case the last couple of years. What's it been? About five years ago, the big trend of all the stores opening up on Thanksgiving happened. And that, that kind of like fizzled out, didn't it? it? Went, it, it yeah. After one year, it be, I think they might have done two years. But the big story that USA Today put this year, this weekend, was almost all big chain stores, uh-uh, not staying open on Thanksgiving. I don't know whether they didn't make enough money or it was just too much blowback, you know. Uh, people complained on Thanksgiving. The one holiday, get let people stay home on Thanksgiving. You never heard that when I was a kid. Hey, I got to go. I got to go to work because everybody, you know, was off. And, and I never heard to be, I mean, I, to me, Thanksgiving is the, the quietude day. It's the day of, you know, if you watch parades and then, you know, the, the women, oh, I'm very sexist here. The women are cooking in the kitchen and the guys are sitting in the living room. And, you know, you, you, you eat and you watch football and you take a nap. You know, the idea that when you're all done with dinner, you go, hey, you want to go to the mall? That never, I never struck me as anybody would want to do that. No, uh, you know, it's football. Football doesn't work for everybody, but it's there. Uh, you know, it's eating and it's just uh, lounging, just taking it easy. Now, I used to always deer hunt on Thanksgiving, but, you know, again, everybody's a little bit different. But Thanksgiving has nothing to do with any type of religion. It's just being with your family, maybe giving some thanks if, if you are thankful. And just not not having anything to do. Just it is a take it easy kind of day. Take it easy. That's it. May be the only holiday that that truly is a completely take it easy kind of day. There's no there's no rush to do anything. We don't have to have everybody come over and look at the gifts. You don't have to have fa- family come in for. Well, maybe you do for dinner. You might have them come in for dinner. But I mean, there's just it's. And again, to me, I've never understood. Even five years ago when they began this, I never I never heard a single soul say. Oh, if only we could go shopping tonight. I never heard that. And then they opened up the stores. But USA Today did a nice piece this weekend. B- basically, now, I'm now drug, CVS, Walgreens, those kind of places, th- there will be some folks staying open because there are people who need certain things. But your basic retail stores, they're all shutting down. For, for the, and, good, and good on them. It's, it was, a, it was a, an experiment that I think should have failed. Yeah, thank, poor Thanksgiving when it gets to the one day because uh... – yeah, it used to get only get what the afternoon, and then everybody went in shopping mode. So everybody's going to back off, leave Thanksgiving alone. But boy, that next day, then they jump right back into it, Howard. 
723-23 after the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. You can text me if you would like to, and several folks already had. Uh, I had not even I had not even played the Good Morning song yet when popped up a uh, note from Guess Who? Morning, Abe. <laughs> um, Mr. Monroe, 184 days restoring humble, strong, and competent leadership to the great city of Wheeling. Oh, joy. Oh, rapture. The current mayor, the vice mayor, the third ward councilman, all out of city government. That's Abe's perpetual texting of the day. I think Abe's happy this morning. He seems to be in a good mood. Uh, let's see. Also off the Frio Stack auction service text line. Um, blah, 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 blah. Mansion for WVU president. I still say that's a possibility. Mansion said absolutely not. Who were we talking to? Was it McCabe? I was talking to somebody last week, and I brought that up. I know that Mansion. No, it might have been Brad. I know that Mansion told Hoppy absolutely not. Not interested in being the president of WVU. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit later on about is this presidential thing really going to kick on and catch on? I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I'm with the who is it? Mark who sent this. I think that uh, I, I think that's a much better choice for Mansion. But then somebody said that he might still be a little bit ticked off at the school because of his daughter. Well, and they might be ticked off at him too. Yeah. So it might not be a perfect marriage. And plus, he's getting up there, Howard. So if this, if this whatever he's putting his toe in the water, this this uh, tour national tour, yes. If it doesn't work out, I, then what does he do? That's a great question. But he's, what, 76? 76. Okay. Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, a lot about Mansion today, uh, uh, especially with uh, Steve Adams a bit later on. Top of the morning this morning, there are a lot of Mansion stories, and, and they go all different ways. Just a couple of headlines for you. Murphy, uh, this is uh, Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut, Democrat. Murphy says Mansion third-party run would hurt Trump more than Biden. Okay. This is, um, who is this uh, speaking here? Maryland Governor Wes Moore. Joe Manchin running third party in 2024 would be foolish, says Democrat Wes Moore. The Hill has a complete report, the Hill newspaper. Democrats see red with Manchin's retirement. It just no matter who you look at, somebody's got a different take on, on the whole Manchin thing. Uh, <clears throat> some people think it's a good idea that he take a a run, maybe at the third pre party presidential race. <laughs> but what I don't understand uh, uh, makes no sense to me is that they believe that Joe Manchin or anybody, maybe not even Jesus Christ, could change the people that are really in to Donald Trump. Those wackadoos, again, I don't think, Howard, anybody could come in and they would say, you know what, I like him better than Trump. I just don't no. think that's going to happen. No, but here's what I think as a possibility. I'm not talking about Manchin per se. There's about, what, a third of the Republican electorate that is a Trump cultist. They're, they're, they are into Trump. They don't believe Trump can lie. They believe he's – some of them literally, and I'm not being facetious, some of them believe he is the second coming of Jesus Christ. I mean, they actually say that. They're not going to change. But there's another, what, 10 12%? I don't know what the number is. Of people who are supporters of Trump but I think are willing to look at reality at some point. If Trump were to actually be convicted, if some horrible facts came out, they might move. So – but right now, you're right. I mean, you can't, you're not going to move. There's that cadre of, of Trump supporters. I don't care if it's, yeah, you said Grace himself, but, you know, I, certainly not Manchin, not Biden, not, I tell you what, nobody's going to move that hardcore group, I don't think. Because it appears Donald Trump can't even hurt Donald Trump. I mean, <laughs> well, that's the point. Yes, exactly. What's going to happen? Article that Stephen wrote, which we'll talk about later on, on the same subject. Senator Manchin, last in line of the formidable Democrats in West Virginia. And that's true. You go back, you had Jennings Randolph, you had uh, uh, Senator Byrd, Jay Rockefeller, uh, Joe Manchin is in that mold. Who's there now? Eh, got nobody. Zip, zero, zilch, nothing, nothing at all. All right, so that's one of our big top of the morning stories this morning. The other one, which we will not get into today, and I'll tell you why, uh, we will have this week another announcement for mayor in the city of Wheeling, Chad Thalman. As every time he's been on this show, I say, Chad, you're running? Howard, I would just like to say I'm uh, 
not going to run for re-election, and I will consider my options and let you know. Well, just like Manchin let us know, Chad has now let us know. He will make an official announcement that he is running for vice mayor, not for mayor. The vice mayor is going to be running for vice mayor. He'll make that official announcement tomorrow night. He will be with us on Wednesday morning to talk about his run for office. So that's there, too. Those are top of the morning stories this morning. Now, we may uh, take a little time to talk about food. Can we talk about food when we come back? What do you think? My stomach's already growling in anticipation. 728 on the Watchdog Morning Show. On the last talk line on Metro News, we talked a lot about Joe Manchin's announcement. He's not running for re-election. Clearly, he is fed up with Washington politics. We share common values of family, freedom, democracy, dignity, and a belief that together we can overcome any challenge. We need to take back America and not let this divisive hatred further pull us apart. Keep up on what's happening in West Virginia Talk Line. Weekdays at 10.06 right here on this Metro News radio station. Hey, all you Wheeling Central fans, the Fahey Levitt Agency is just like you. They support the Knights, too. They are also proud to live in Wheeling, where they help families like yours with auto, home, business, farm, life, and retirement. Don't drop the ball. Get the professional coaching you need to win at life. Give the Fahey Levitt Agency a call today at 304-242-8840. And go Knights! Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 want to thank the owners and contractors of the Ohio Valley for using their locally trained workers to help build for the future. Local 83 helps design, fabricate, and build the gas infrastructure for the oil and gas industry here in the Ohio Valley. Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 is 300 members strong and growing. They also do residential, commercial, and industrial work on both sides of the river. For more information, call Plumbers and Steamfitters Local 83 at 304-233-4445. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be one of the first people in my family to go to college. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I could still hold while I served part-time. That job, along with the benefits I got through the West Virginia Army National Guard, helped me buy my first home. I also know that I'll be one of the first to respond if the Ohio Valley ever needs me during a natural disaster. I'm Sergeant Andrea Gump, and if you'd like to join my team, visit www.nationalguard.com WV for more information, or check out our Instagram or Facebook at WeGuard West Virginia. What if your bank offered new checking and savings accounts with a very low balance required, online bill pay, and debit cards issued right away? I would like that. What if that bank had extended hours every business day and were open on Saturdays and most holidays? That's incredible. And if all their accounts had low fees or no fees. That's money in the bank. The right bank. Open your checking and savings account at Main Street Bank. You deserve a bank this good. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Looking to buy or sell a home? For a reliable, experienced agent that has been serving the tri-state area for over 30 years, contact Denise Pavlik, Realtor Salesperson with Paul Associates in the Glendale Marshall County office at 304-281-5250. Kids back in school. Leaves change color and cover the ground. And the fall and winter holidays are just over the horizon. Celebrate the season with us every day. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine Wheeling Hospital. It's a beautiful morning outside. It's um, it's cold, uh, 34 degrees, Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 30 at the Highlands, 27 at my uh, studios in Elm Grove, where I'm not, and 32 and even freezing here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. Going to be sunny, a high around 57 today, uh, pretty much the same all week long, sunny, high 50s to the low 60s throughout the week. Rain comes in on Friday. Adam is not far away with the full forecast. Bob, we talked last week a little bit about um, drive-through, fast food drive-throughs, and I mentioned that I, I've been reading that the fast food restaurant business is really putting a bigger and bigger 
push on their drive throughs and people aren't going inside to eat anymore. Just yeah, not yeah I think it's well designed because they figured out, <clears throat> Howard, look, we still want you to come here and uh, get your snack or your, your lunch or maybe your dinner. We just want you to go through the drive through because you don't have to pay the person that has to clean up. You don't have the person at the counter. Makes and, things easier uh, for them, of course. And more as importantly, according to a piece I have here from the New York Times, we just have become less interested in going inside. Started with the pandemic and just yeah, kept, kept going that way. Another thing that COVID kind of laid on <laughs> us that we're going to continue with. I don't know that I've ever been inside a fast food restaurant since the pandemic. Um, just just easier to, to drive through. Don't go in there and sit down and hang out anymore. As far as I know, you, you don't even see the old the old guys sitting there having their coffee in the morning solving the problems of the world. You know who hates that? All your snobs out there with your real nice $50,000, $60,000 cars because the kids can't. They don't want the kids eating in the car, right? <laughs> right. Hell, I spill ketchup all the time. <laughs> I, yep, my car, I don't care. I just take a napkin with my sleeve and just clean it up. Drive-through traffic between 2019 and 2022 at fast food restaurants uh, rose 30%. That's a pretty hefty increase. 30% increase in, in uh, drive-through traffic. Uh, according to a report from a food service research firm, the number of people people eating inside fast food restaurants down by 47 percent. Almost half, almost half of the people used to eat inside a restaurant, not doing so anymore. Probably it was just <clears throat> my thinking because I'm I'm 61 and I remember the old days when when people actually cared that your food was good. I maybe was false, but I always thought maybe a little bit better. When, when they handed it to you inside yeah, instead, instead of in a bag out the window, Howard? I think that's it. Was, I agree with you. But I because think you're driving off. I think it's an image that we had. But, but yeah, I, you just saw, it seemed more like a restaurant, you know, not a, the world's best restaurant, but it seemed more like a restaurant if you went into the place and sat down and ordered some food there. You're right, as opposed to getting a bag through, through the window. Um, drive throughs now account for two-thirds of all fast food purchases. Two-thirds. Go through the drive-thru. And now there are many uh, chains that are experimenting with not having any inside at all. They're doing nothing but multi-lane drive-thrus. Uh, Taco Bell has this once like a three-story building with plastic, uh, like the like the tubes you see at a bank. They send your food down a tube and, and try that. As someone that who, who worked through the pandemic and, and went through drive-thru multiple times a week, the problem that occurs with that, Howard, I can't clean up. You know, I'm working, it's lunchtime, uh, and, and I can't go in there and wash my hands yep, yep, or yep. anything like that. So, you know, I, I lived that for a while. You know, using the restroom is, is, is totally out of the question. But a lot of times, you know, you want to wash your hands before you, you dive into your lunch. Right. And, exactly. and they, they take that away. Although I suspect probably one of the things that's become also more normal now after the pandemic was they have, most people the have, yeah. have the wipes or have the... Um, you know the what's the word I'm looking for the the, the gel the gel and yeah stuff, you know maybe some bottled water the there car, you could do a you know, real quick we, cleanup we began to get used to that during the during the pandemic Popeyes cutting the size of their dining rooms in half when they build new ones Taco Bell was experimenting with eliminating dry, uh, dining rooms altogether and adding more car lanes Chick Fil A plans to open a two story four lane drive through in Atlanta that can handle 75 cars at a time and delivers food from the kitchen on a conveyor belt. So they're experimenting, you know, all around with uh, with how to how to redo this. And listen to me, people, because I've been buying uh, fast food drive-through for a long, long time. All that's nice. Efficiency is nice. But how about having a better quality of when you bite into that sandwich, you don't say, "Oh man," you know, you say, "Man, that's good." Hey, look, Howard, look how good that sandwich is. That that's what completely drove me away from that, Howard, because it just seemed like what. Four out of five times, you would, I would get something after spending $20, Yeah, and it, you, you didn't want to eat it. Absolutely. 736, 24 to the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. One more food talk story. Bob, you and I, I think, even noticed this before. Uh, our good friends at Red Lobster. Yes. Uh, what, is, what has always been one of your favorite items well, to get there? You and I would always wait for they would have the all-you-could-eat shrimp, Endless and you and I shrimp. would go there and see how many shrimp we could actually eat. Endless shrimp. And then somewhere in the past six months or so, Red Lobster decided, what the heck, instead of making it a special, and my son used to work there, and he said, oh, Dad, we're going to be slammed next week. Endless shrimp starts, because everybody comes in for endless shrimp, right? 
And then somewhere along the way, six months ago, eight months ago, uh, Red Lobster decided, what the heck, why don't we do it every day? That's a brilliant idea. Let's have it's endless shrimp every day, every day of the week. You can go in, and at the time, it was t- pay 20 bucks, eat all the shrimp you want. Well, that's what people did. How's that working out? Not so well. Not so well. The uh, Olive Garden's most uh, recent quarterly report says they are losing money hand over fist. Operating loss of more than $11 million in the third quarter. And they're saying that is almost all because of the shrimp. Everybody is going in and eating the shrimp uh, over and over, day after day after day. When it was a special, you went, you did it, it, it increased business for whatever it was, two weeks, three weeks, and then things went back to normal. Now it's just there every day, every day, every day. And I haven't seen this, but I can imagine that there are, there are people, I can picture like groups of guys from an office that it just make it their regular daily routine. Let's go to Red Lobster and have endless shrimp, the same people day after day. I can picture that. In fact, to be real honest with you, I could picture Bob and I doing that. Yeah, we're a couple of those guys. <laughs> I could picture Bob and I doing that. Um, the company that owns Red Lobster believes they will reach a $20 million loss by the end of this year. And again, previously, not previously, but they, they, they're attributing it to endless shrimp. And I'm surprised they just didn't jack the prices up, Howard. They have. It started $20. That's what it was, you know, normally on the specials, $20 for endless shrimp. Whoa, 20 bucks, endless shrimp. What the heck? I can't get out. I can't have a lunch for 20 bucks. But this is endless shrimp lunch for 20 bucks. Um, they have now raised it to 25 It's now $25. Now, that's a price point that no longer is special to me. You can go into Red Lobster and get other things for 25 bucks that are maybe a little I don't say better quality. Their fish is good. Their shrimp is good quality, but uh, it, it puts it in a different category. It's no longer a really special deal. At twenty-five bucks, that's now it's a decision you make. Um, I could have told them this though. I, you know, it's the doesn't anybody listen to the past? The company almost went bankrupt ten years ago. I lose track of time. A lot of you, the Red Lobster almost went bankrupt, and the CEO was fired. Because she decided to have all-you-could-eat crab legs. And guess what? People did. And after a while, it just sucked them dry. The, the CEO got fired. The company took years to recover from that promotion. And, and you know the other genius that needs to be fired, Howard? Before you would go there, this was the routine. Because I know I've been going there for years and years and years. They would take your order. And they would bring you a huge salad. And that salad was good. And I don't and know, Howard. Fill you up. And it would begin to fill you up. Between, you know, diving into the, the hot biscuits and that salad, it, it, it's great. But now you don't eat as much shrimp, right? You get your, you get your first round of shrimp and you go, oh, that's good. Yeah, I've had that. But what they did, but, but they you, eliminated the, the big salad. Right. And then you started, then you would have said, well, that, that one was good enough. Or maybe bring me a. Just bring me a little portion for the second time around. You don't eat the salad. Trickle-down effect. And suddenly you've got your belly is bigger and more shrimp come. Yeah. Anyways, Red Lobster is looking at a $20 million loss this year uh, if things go as well. $11 million for third quarter, $20 million expected for the year because primarily people like Bob and I eat too much shrimp. And that's the morning food talk here. Uh, weather talk coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show. A serious injury from an accident can be just the start of your worries. What if you cannot return to work? How do you take care of your family if you're disabled? At Gellner Law Offices, we represent seriously injured people and understand their problem. We know how to get you fair compensation. We will work hard to make sure you get the money you deserve for your losses. Don't go it alone. If you're hurt in an accident, call us at 304-242-2900 or visit us at gellnerlaw.com. We'd like to help. Most of us are faced with uncertainty every day. Your job, your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children, and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, there is one auto dealership that you can be certain about, and that's Doan Ford. You can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. 
Being in business for over 50 years has given Doan Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain. Choose Doan Ford. Online at DoanFord.com. I'm not buying till I check Doan Ford. Good morning. I'm Rebecca Little. Here's a look at your headlines for this Monday, November 13th. The National Park Service reports that the Steep Valley Fire, which began on November 6th in the New River Gorge National Park, has resulted in the burning of nearly 2,000 acres. In an update yesterday, the National Park Service said that there has been minimal fire activity since the last update due to some rain on Friday. As of Sunday morning, the fire was still burning in the War Ridge and Bacchus Mountain area of the New River Gorge, but it is now 50% contained. Officials said that the area is drying back out and the fire activity is expected to increase again. Meanwhile, West Virginia is taking a stand against human trafficking through its Businesses Against Trafficking program. Stickers containing a helpline number and website will be provided by Secretary of State Mac Warner to any participating business. These stickers can be placed into discreet locations where potential victims might see them and then covertly seek assistance. With an annual re-registration of 140,000 companies in the state, Warner envisions a significant impact on curbing highway traffickers. And continuing coverage now, Walmart at the Highlands is back to normal operations today. However, earlier on Sunday, the situation was different. Store employees confirmed to 7 News that a server outage had temporarily halted transactions, leading to a brief closure of the store. The exact cause of the server issue remains unclear, but businesses were reportedly back on track within a few hours of that disruption. Meanwhile, Center Market is hosting its annual Small Business Saturday on November 25th to promote local businesses this holiday season. The holiday shopping event will feature a balloon drop at 10 a.m. and they're offering coupons and prizes donated by local businesses. Shopping small helps support community businesses and find some unique gifts. That was a look at your headlines. I'm Rebecca Little. Have a great Monday, everybody. Information, interviews, debates, and discussion, plus an occasional rant with Bob Slider behind the board. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Morning has broken like the first morning. Blackbird has spoken like the first bird. Praise for the singing, praise for the morning, praise for the spring. 7.46, 14 to the hour here. It is the Watchdog Morning Show. Morning songs, is that what we're doing today? Well, I was kind of tired of the Monday songs, okay. so I'm just kind of searching a little bit, Howard. Okay, all right, sounds good. Um, it's cool outside. I said I said it did, I mean, there's, there was frost on my windshield, but it, it didn't, it doesn't feel cold. Same same comment I made last week when we're in the 40s. We're in the 30s now. It's definitely, it is cold, but it just doesn't feel that bad. Uh, Adam Ficus here from the Big 7, WTRF-TV. Uh, once again, Adam, it just doesn't it doesn't feel like it's basically roaming around freezing to me. I can actually, I can agree with you this morning, Howard, but I think that's because I've started to put on a little bit more weight. So I'm starting to <laughs> lubber up a little bit for winter so it's not feeling as cold. But I mean, yeah, there was <laughs> okay. frost. You're going to have to give your car a couple extra minutes. But I mean, at least it's sunny, though. Okay. I never thought about that. All right. That's a possibility. Um, I just have plenty of blubber all the time, so I don't know that it's any different now than before. But 34 is what the uh, airport is showing, 30 at the Highlands, 27 in my backyard at Elm Grove, and uh, 32 here at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling in the heart of the Ohio Valley. But we are going to warm up today, right? Yep. We should see temperatures. I would say that 56 to 60 degrees, though. It's going to be a little bit above average. Might need a jacket throughout the day. Overall, not going to be too bad. Sunny, little cool. I'd say fairly pleasant. Staying that way most of the work week, right? Yeah, I mean, we cold front moves through tomorrow, so we'll drop to the mid 50s, but still 50 and sunny. Wednesday and Thursday, though, we'll see a little bit more in the way of cloud cover, but that's just going to be those high thin clouds. So you're still going to see the sunshine poking on through. In both of those days, though, good chance we'll actually get back into the 60s until we get to Friday. Friday, we'll see that next system rolling on through. 
So if we're going to see rain within the next, I would say, six to eight days, Friday's going to be our only chance. Friday's the rain day then. All right. And the weekend, back to sunny again? Yep, back to sunny, and then we'll be in the low 50s. So all in all, really pretty nice week. I mean, pretty nice week. I'm, like I said last week and the week before, it's like this is sort of the calm before the storm. We're not seeing a whole lot of activity, but as we head towards Thanksgiving, we're unfortunately going to start to become more active and cooler. So, I mean, I'm going to enjoy the temperatures and sunshine while we have. That's the key thing. You know, enjoy it while you got it, uh, you know. What is it? Just smell the flowers while you may, or I don't know. There's some kind of cliche that I'm I want to go for, and I'm not getting it there. But at any rate, so pretty good week. Uh, pretty good week. Rain on Friday. Be aware of that. Otherwise, uh, sunny and 50s, 60s. So we're in good shape. I like the sound of that. Uh, did you get out of town for the weekend, or did you hang around? We had a lazy weekend. So Friday we went over to the mall. Abby, we like Abby likes to go walk around every once in a while. I don't. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll drive you out. We went, walked around the mall, the Ohio Valley Mall, went out to dinner. And then Saturday, literally did nothing all Saturday. We just laid in my recliner and watched TV. <laughs> and then did the same one yesterday, watching football. Now, but yesterday had a few anxiety attacks trying to watch the Steelers. But that's a typical <laughs> Steelers Sunday. When you, uh, when you go out and wander the mall, when she goes out to take a walk, do you do like I do, find the, uh, find the, the, uh, the husband bench and just sit on the bench? No, Howard. I have no offense to her, but I have to stay in there and hold her hand so we don't spend too much money. You are a young couple. I got to remind. I keep reminding myself you're a young couple. When we do that, Nancy goes wherever she's going to go, and I go straight to the bench. Hopefully, it's near a bookstore. I can grab a book and go, and then go to the bench. But that's that's pretty much it. All right, Adam. So we're looking at a pretty good week this week. Sounds good. I guess uh, we'll just talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Adam Fike, Big 7, WTRF-TV. 7.50, 10 till the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Got some folks coming in on the uh, Frio Stack auction service line. Uh, let's see, real quick before we get to Bob. Um, don't like football on Thanksgiving. There's a parade to watch. I think I said that. that you, parades in the morning. Football's usually in the afternoon, right? So, yeah, that's part of uh, – I don't watch the parade as much as I used to, but, yeah, it's, it's there. Um, and Bob, we can talk about this and maybe you will in your sports report from the Frio Stack auction service text line. West Virginia native Jimbo Fisher has been fired from Texas A&M's head football coach. We'll get $75 million buyout. I saw a lot of talk over the weekend on Facebook that maybe he ought to be coming to the Mountaineers. We'll see if you have any thoughts on that coming up next on the Slider on Sports update on the Watchdog Morning Show. Is your business protected from cyber threats? In today's world, it's more important than ever to have a cybersecurity plan in place. But with so many different solutions out there, it can be hard to know where to start. That's where Omni Strategic Technologies comes in. We're a technology support firm with a strong focus on cybersecurity. We have a team of local experts who can help you assess your risks, develop a plan, and implement the right tools to serve and protect your business. If you want to get serious about cybersecurity, Choose Omni Strategic Technologies for the peace of mind, knowing that your business is protected and prepared. Need a new suit? Looking for a good book? Searching for a unique gift? The Ohio Valley's premier shopping choice is the Highlands. Find jewelry, hot new tech, arts and crafts, over two dozen stores to visit. From Walmart and Target to Cabela's, Menards, Kohl's, and Old Navy. Plan a day out of shopping, dining, and entertainment at the Highlands. At the top of the hill off I-70. See it all online at hitthehighlands.com. With the weather changing, now's a great time to head on into your local Toyota dealer, where legendary performance and reliability go hand in hand. Check out a sporty Camry with available all-wheel drive and Toyota Safety Sense. Or the spacious RAV4, turning heads with amazing fuel efficiency. And now, explore Toyota like never before, with hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and full electric options. Visit buyatoyota.com today. Offers end October 31st. Toyota, let's go places. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? we can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel, find yours at steelusa.com. 
Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. He has his say. You can have yours. Text us or call us and join the conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe. Brought to you by WVU Medicine. Song is this is these are songs about Nancy. She could make me happy, right? Is yes. that that's what you're doing there, right? Okay, all right. Very After good. you made her sc- scrape the windshield. I know. That's why I, I need I need to get a couple. Of, somebody asked me yesterday, um, out in the world somewhere, said, "Do you do you keep track of the points? Like when you say good things, you keep track of when you give good points to Nancy, so you know you're you know where you're where you're balanced with, are with her." And the short answer is yes, 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 I do. Uh, let's do Slider on Sports, then I have some things I want to get into. But first of all, uh, it is time for Slider on Sports. Thank you, Howard. Uh, week 10 of the NFL, the Pittsburgh Steelers improved to 6-3, and three, beating the Green Bay Packers. Just like Adam said, it was kind of nerve-wracking, but they win 23-19. to Not big numbers for Kenny Pickett. 14 of 23 for 126 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. The running game uh, was working. Najee Harris ran for 82 yards and a touchdown. Jalen Warren also had a touchdown. He ran for 101 yards. Next up for the Steelers, they play the Browns in Cleveland next Sunday at 1 o'clock. That's a 1 o'clock kickoff, and you can catch all the action here on the Watchdog Network. The Browns go to Baltimore and beat the Ravens 33-31. to Cincinnati is upset at home. The Houston Texans 30, the Bengals 27. The AFC North division looks like this. The Baltimore Ravens are at the top at 7-3. The Browns and the Steelers tied at 6-3. The Bengals in last place at 5-4. The early game from Frankfurt, Germany in a sand country rose again, Howard. You don't like that. I don't like it. You no. don't like it when them foreigners sing no, country they don't know where the hell West Virginia is, but <laughs> it rallied the game. I did better with the game, so it was, didn't take me off as bad this week, Howard. <laughs> it was a low-scoring game. The Indianapolis Colts, 10. The New England Patriots, 6. Tampa Bay over Tennessee, 20-6. to six. The San Francisco 49ers end their three-game losing streak in Jacksonville, beating the Jaguars 34-3. to three. Josh Dobbs and the Minnesota Vikings upset the New Orleans Saints 27-19. In a close game, the Arizona Cardinals squeak past the Atlanta Falcons 25-23. A high-scoring game, the Detroit Lions 41, the Los Angeles Chargers 38. Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks beat the uh, Washington Commanders 29-26. The Dallas Cowboys hammer the New York Giants 49-17. And the late game, it was another low score. The Las Vegas Raiders over the New York Jets 16-12. Tonight, Monday Night Football, the Buffalo Bills host the Denver Broncos. That's an 8-15 kickoff. The Bills are favored by seven points. And a couple people lost their job this weekend. In the NHL, the Edmonton Oilers fire head coach Jay Woodcroft after a terrible start to the season. And like Howard said in college football, Texas A&M fired their head coach Jimbo Fisher. And just in case you missed it, Saturday night, Dylan Gabriel threw five touchdown passes, leading the 17th-ranked Oklahoma Sooners over the West Virginia Mountaineers. 59 to 20. Gabriel had a huge game. He also ran for three touchdowns. Howard, he, he threw for five and then he ran for three. So, again, the Sooners kill the Mountaineers 59 to 20 for possibly the last time. Slatter on sports time, 757. So, Jimbo Fisher, what do you think? I, I see a lot of talk about him. First of all, how would you like to get fired? Fired and make $75 million. That, that would be a dream come true. Uh, he's I'm good. lazy. I mean, hell, I don't want to go to work. Wait a minute. Let me see if I get this right. You're going to give me $75 million not to come in here anymore? I forget how it's structured. It gets, what, $19 million up front and then $7.5 million per year. Thank you very much. I mean, <laughs> somebody was asleep at the switch when they signed that contract. I mean, but that, that's kind of like the going rate, Howard. You know, the uh, Texans, they have all that money to throw at coaches. Now they have money to throw at players. Jeez. I don't know how it doesn't work. So what do you think about him at uh, WP? I saw a lot of talk about that on Facebook. You're shaking your head right no, now. No, I mean, it didn't work at Texas A&M. Why would you think it would work in Morgantown? Hey, he's a Clarksburg native, but people, people, it's, you know, listen, we all want, we, 
the desire always is let's find somebody who's got West Virginia connections, West Virginia roots. Um, so he's, you know, he's, he, he fits that bill. He at one time was successful. And he was he always hitched his wagon with Bobby Bowden, a disciple of his. Uh, but coaching is so different now, Howard. It's not X's and O's and how you draw one up. It's how you recruit. It's all about getting the players to come to your school now. And how you hold your players. Yeah, and, you know, you, you want to keep your nose clean. You don't want to get in any trouble. And I'm not saying that Jimbo Fisher has. But his name was even out there before that you could do the portal and stuff, you know. So, no, I think it would be a, a horrible fit. You're going to hear continue to hear talk about that, though, especially in light of a, a bad week for Neil Brown and Fisher being available. You'll hear a lot of talk about that. All right, uh, coming up next hour, Stephen Adams is going to join us. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, a lot of mansion stuff. Also, a story about a different way of perhaps saving WVU's financial problems as opposed to all the cuts that have been talked about. We'll get into that. And later on, Matt Robeson, our political analyst, and I will talk about uh, would any judge dare to put Trump in jail for contempt of court? And how bad are these polls really for Biden? Uh, Matt and I will talk about all of that. Uh, we are doing, I, last, last week I told you I was going to do a little bit of Facebook Live every day until we get our cameras and stuff set up here in the studio for a regular video feed. Um, I, I, and, and I'm continuing that, but I have so many people tuned in already that I am going to keep on adding a little bit more time to Facebook video. So you can check us out on Facebook uh, as well as listen online, AM 1600, AM 1370, FM 98.1, and FM 97.7. Seven. AM 1370, WVLY Moundsville. From ABC News, I'm Sherry Preston. New escalation in the Middle East. The Pentagon confirming a new round of U.S. airstrikes in Syria targeting, the U.S. says, sites used by militant groups supported by Iran. Here's ABC News Chief Global Affairs Correspondent Martha Raddatz. This is the third time the U.S. has hit targets in retaliation for attacks on U.S. forces. But this strike went further than the first two. The U.S. fighter jets hitting not only a weapons storage facility, just as they did in the last strike in Syria, but this time a safe house the Pentagon says served as a headquarters for these proxy groups, adding that there were militia members inside when the missiles hit the facility. Five U.S. service members were killed over the weekend, all with the Army's special